Hello, all. Welcome to another edition of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. My name is Chris Arnold. Not too sure why I insist on saying the name of the podcast and then saying my name, as my name is included in the name of the podcast, but I'm going to carry on doing it anyway. I've actually surprised myself. I thought I would have sacked this podcast off by now, but I've been truly inspired by all the listeners that tune in week in, week out. I mean, I've got literally tens of listeners and it blows my mind. It's amazing because without you guys, it would just be me speaking alone in a room. Actually, it kind of is that whether you listen or not. Anyway, I'm no longer in China, but Vietnam. And I'm very glad the war ended so that tourist chumps like me could come and visit the place. And visit the place I did. In this episode, I'm covering my time spent in Hanoi, Halong Bay and Phong Nha. Both my travel partner Francesca and I arrived in bustling Hanoi feeling pretty ropey. I think we may have drunk a few too many ales whilst in Hong Kong. A brass band was playing near our hostel and every pub rang out around my booze-addled brain. My body felt tired, my head dizzy, my palms sweaty, knees weak, mum spaghetti. However, I found a bar that served free beer in between 6 and 7pm, so that sorted me right out. That's actual free, no-strings-attached beer, by the way. I went in, drank three freebies, then left. Absolutely incredible. I did more than just drink beer in Hanoi, by the way. I also drank lots of coffee. Vietnamese coffee is regarded as some of the finest coffee in the world, and I wholeheartedly agree. The stuff out here is delicious. My personal favourite is an egg coffee. It's like a coffee crossed with a creme caramel. It's practically a dessert. Not great for my back weight, though. You can also get weasel coffee, which is when the coffee beans have passed through the digestive system of the weasel before you roast them. The idea being that the weasel eats the sweetest beans and it improves the flavour of the coffee. That technique works with very few foodstuffs, by the way. I tried to pass a Sunday lunch through my pet guinea pig once. It didn't work out at all. I wasted a perfectly good meal and a perfectly good guinea pig, actually. From Hanoi, we booked ourselves onto a tour around Halong Bay, which is considered to be one of the seven natural wonders of the world and consists of hundreds of limestone islands. Myself and Francesca joined our tour group, which was made up of British, German, Dutch, Israeli, Danish and Vietnamese people. But we all conversed in English thanks to the British Empire's colonial rule of yesteryear. Hooray! Anyway, we boarded the boat and were handed a glass of orange fizzy drink. Our tour guide Chung, shout out to Chung if he's listening, informed us that we were on a boat called the Fantasy. He then explained that it's named such because we're drinking Fanta and heading to the sea. Great, I thought. Very literal. We later visited a cave called Surprise Cave, named such because it was a surprise when they discovered the cave. And we also spent a night on an island called Cat Bar Island because the first building on that island was a bar run by cats. That last one is a complete fabrication, actually. I have no idea why it's called Cat Bar Island, but I was overjoyed to be on an island called Cat Bar. I used to be an electro swing double act with a guy called Fat Eddie, and we had a song called The Cat Bar. On the Cat Bar Island, you can visit something called the Hospital Cave, which served as a secret bomb-proof cave during the war and was a safe house for Viet Cong leaders. It was a pretty squatted, damp concrete affair, but an amazing feat of engineering. It was very echoey in there. Hello! Echo! That extra voice was tight, a guide showing only me around. I asked him if I could record him saying some nice words about the podcast. Alas, he said, sorry, but I've listened to your podcast, and frankly, it's terrible. 
We then headed south and spent a few delightful days in Phong Na at a farmstay called, you've guessed it, Phong Na Farmstay. A lovely little place with live music, great food, all set against the scenic backdrop. It's a quiet part of the country where the cows, dogs and chickens wander around like people. It's also home to the biggest cave in the world. A cave so big you can fit a skyscraper in it. Due to its centrist location, Phong Na was absolutely bombarded during the war. I learned that the Americans dropped more bombs during the Vietnam War than all the countries put together in World War II. I also learned that 15% of these went unexploded. In fact, the Vietnamese government estimates that 42,000 Vietnamese people have died from American bonds since the war ended in 1975. There's a great charity called the Mines Advisory Group, or MAG, that have tirelessly worked to clear areas of unexploded bombs so that the local people can farm again without fear of stepping on a landmine. I've pondered greatly on the American Vietnam War whilst being out here, in particular one night during a storm with thunder so loud it sounded like bombs. Despite the still recent memory of the conflict, the Vietnamese folk are very upbeat. We met a young lad called Quinn, who invited us to his farm where we cuddled some newborn puppies and his mum cooked us a delicious meal. Shout out to Mama Quinn if you're listening in. We also fed his ducks and chickens, which were a lively bunch. I quite enjoyed the chickens pecking my hand, if I'm going to be honest. It felt very nice. Maybe that'll be my new thing now. Like, oh yeah, I know Chris Arnold. He loves having his hands pecked by poultry. He's alright, chicken perv. Hey, if it replaces my fat bat tagline, then I'm down with that for sure. Thanks for listening to episode 6 of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. All music by Bison, apart from the Cat Bar, which is by The Legitimate Gentleman, and Fat Back, which is by me. Fat Back, Fat Back. I'll be back with more Vietnamese tales next week. In the meanwhile, look after yourself, folks. Hug your neighbour and give a chicken a stroke. Take care now. Bye-bye.